Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hello, all. How are you doing today? I'm, I guess for me, if you're asking me that question back, I'm doing all right. A lot of introspection, I think just talking and thinking things through, coming up with my goals for the rest of the year, things like that, which is interesting because last year at this time, I would have been like, f*** it, you know? Today's topic, though, is going to be around dating. I've had conversations with some of my friends and or people like that, and they've asked me, so you, what are you thinking about dating? How are you, do you feel about dating? I have both my friends and my therapist. My therapist feels that I should get out there and meet people and do things. And then I have some of my friends who are like, well, maybe you need to take that time for you for the rest of 2019 and really just figure you out. You're just, you know, you're getting sober this year. You're doing so much stuff when it comes to your writing and your creativity and my photography and things like that. Figure out you. And I go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on it, you know? Because sometimes I do get a little bit lonely, but then I think about maybe that's just a distraction for me, you know, and that I don't want to focus on certain things about myself that I should. And what better way would be to like, you know, deal with somebody else and their shit. So this episode's going to be just about dating and dating sober, because when I start dating again, officially, it will probably be under a sober lens and that will be new. And I've had interesting luck in relationships. I was, I've been in long-term relationships, short-term ones. I am queer, so I've dated both men and women. And I was once engaged, which is always so interesting for me to think about now because it feels like a different life for me. But I've kind of dated people that I always seemed to be, I had it more together in certain aspects. I had you know, the stable career, or I was able to get it done. And others, they weren't as together as I, I wish for them to be. And we just weren't really evenly matched the more that I think about these types of things, you know, I've always been very independent, I don't really cling. But I also didn't know what I needed in a relationship or what to ask for, because I just was used to being the one that had to keep it all together. And I never thought about my own wants and needs. And now I'm actually starting to do that. And that's also very scary for me at times because it's just not something I'm used to. Uh, My dating history has been very, was kind of always driven more around like sex. You know, that always came quickly, even if I didn't wish it. It kind of led with that. And then eventually feelings and emotions and things get intertwined. And one thing I've learned is that just because you have great sex with someone doesn't mean that you would also have a great partnership with them. And I think for the longest time, I couldn't separate the two enough to see that just because we had that type of chemistry didn't mean that we had the type of emotional intimacy that I needed. And that's something that I'm going to really reflect on or I've been reflecting on when it comes to just the people that I've been attracted to or the types of relationships that I want going forward. I 
had partners that would also make me feel that I didn't live up to some type of ideal of what a black woman should be. I'm also, you know, I'm kind of quirky and I, like I said, I'm independent and I mean, I'm weird in certain aspects, but you know, I didn't like that about myself for a long time. Now I kind of celebrate it. I've had partners who would comment about my weight. If I, my weight changed at all, like, you know, I was getting too gutsy. I was getting too big, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, you know, I was never really accepted for the type of person that I was or am and that I was changing and I didn't. And then there was also the part of me that I just didn't really know myself. So I would always reflect what I thought they wanted. And then I would grow to resent them because I wasn't that person. That person was a lie. You know, they didn't see me. But at the same time, I couldn't really see myself. So how could I expect someone else to really see me? You know, you dig? So I've been thinking a lot about this as I've gotten sober and the types of people that I've engaged with. I'm at this point in my life where I do take things a lot more slowly than I used to, which is really weird. And I don't rush sex with someone, especially if I care about them, because I don't want it to be something that is the wrong move. You know, I want it to be something that is the combination or culmination of us being on the same page and wanting the same things, had interactions and things like that with people and anyone that makes me question that or rush that. I know they're no longer for me and I just have to let it go. But as I said, right now, I was on some social apps or dating apps and then I promptly took them off my phone. I think I'm just not in the headspace for it. I think right now I've grown so much and I've become so aware of like my scarcity mindset and really working through those things that kind of like help reshape. And like I said, I've, I've become okay with thinking about abundance and the great things that life has to offer and myself as a person and what I have to offer anyone that I'm in a relationship with and what they should also offer me. And I don't think I can really focus on another person like that until I work a lot more on just myself and my own identity. It's hard sometimes, you know, it can be lonely in these streets, in these Brooklyn streets. But, you know, at the same time, it's been good for me. I've met a lot of different people. I've learned to be more okay with the solitude and I've accomplished a lot. And I think I wouldn't have been able to do that, A, without being sober and B, without really just taking that time for myself. There's a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes when it comes to like my writing and my photography and this podcast and other things that I want to do with this show. And I think that the focus of just being on me and what I want to do has really been beneficial to all that. Also, I think a lot of people, when we think about dating, we think about, oh, well, I want X, Y, and Z, but do you really feel that you deserve X, Y, and Z? Do you feel like you're giving off the energy or the vibe that would attract, you know, X, Y, Z? If you want someone that's honest and kind and loving, are you treating yourself in that way? Because I think it really does start with you, you know? And I think a lot of people say, oh, well, I can see these two people together and they fight. Or why does it seem like like people that are damaged, they get 
you know, they're always in a relationship, but you can't really look at it that way. You can't really compare because who knows how their relationship is really. It doesn't help with like social media because I think people just want to grasp onto the positives and there's nothing wrong with grasping onto the positives, but you have to think that's a photo in time. You know, that's a moment in time and people are complex, men and women. I know people like to say that they're not, but we're all complex because that we're all individuals. So I think you have to look at it from the perspective of what is it about me? What am I doing? How am I cultivating the type of vibe and energy that would attract the things that I want in a relationship? And you have to really dig deep and think about it and turn it inwards. And that's not always easy to do or pleasant. I know it hasn't been pleasant for me. And I think getting sober and realizing my type of values, it also helped me see the types of things in relationships that I do not want. Like I don't want to be involved with someone who's not, who's dishonest. I don't want to be with someone who can't be truthful enough with themselves and how they deal with me. Cause I've dealt with that a lot. I don't want to make excuses and I don't want them to make excuses for me. But I also know that within that, there's things that I have to work through. And now that I'm all on this honesty kick, you know, it has opened my eyes to what's available to me. And that's cool. You know, I love that. And I encourage you to do that same type of work as well, because there's so many people out there and you're growing and changing. You need to be with someone who compliments where you are now, but has the ability to leave room for you to grow and will grow alongside you, even though their path may not be your own. There's nothing wrong with that. We're in this together after all, right? That's how I would like to think the world works sometimes, even though that's not always true, unfortunately. But yeah, sober dating, I mean, right now, I really think it's kind of like a clusterfuck because it's going to be me. You know, they're going to see me. It's not going to be under the guise of alcohol or whatever else. And it's going to be starting from a more vulnerable place for me. So I'm definitely going to take it slow. And I'm definitely going to talk about it and bounce things off my friends and and sit with it with myself. Because, you know, sometimes I'll just brush past it or drink through it and just be like, oh, it's not that bad. But you have to take that time. You have to see, you have to be comfortable And I think that as women, sometimes we get into this mindset that, oh, I have to, I have to deal with this. I have to, because who knows what else is out there. And that's the scarcity mindset. And I'm actually going to do another episode about that. The scarcity mindset can apply to so many things in your life. But when it comes to dating, you think that that's it. But are they serving you? Are you a better person when they're around? Are you a better person when they're more silent or they're not in the picture. What does that say? What does that say about you? And what does that say about what you want and what you need? And there's nothing wrong with saying what you want and what you need. I don't think we're raised, a lot of us are raised to think like that or speak like that. And I think we need to take that time and own it and come back to ourselves and just exclaim it out loud that no, this isn't right. And it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter where you are in life. If you decide like that, no, it stops with me. It stops now. Then you just own it and accept that and love that about yourself because that's one step in the right direction. And that's amazing. 
because I do think a lot of us get in our own way and we get stuck and we listen to what society says or we listen to what we think we should want. We listen to the men or the women that we're dating. So yeah, this is just me. Um, the stuff that I think about now, you know, but it's cool. Like, I love it. I love the idea of boundaries. I love the idea of doing your own, having your own life. I love the idea or thinking about someone who has boundaries and they're okay with their own boundaries and has, and has their own life and like how we can share it together. And it's not something that I'm sure will come easy, but you know, nothing worth having is. I've learned that a lot this year, especially as I've been cultivating this podcast and my writing and things like that, things that have really challenged me to my core, but I've become so much stronger and wiser because of it. So I will take the same type of approach when it comes to my dating and I won't have to drink through it. Isn't that cool? So that's it for this episode. If this resonated with you in any kind of way, know that you're not in this alone. We're all in it together. If you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via email or through Instagram. If this is something that you feel like a friend should listen to, send them my way, send them this podcast. I always encourage people to review if this is something that you really enjoy listening to week by week. Until next time, have a great one. Talk soon. Bye. Bye.